0: everybody welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast the candy takes as usual my name is Olubenga Oyiniran, and i'm really excited that you could join today again um a quick um apology to every listener who looked forward to getting this podcast uploaded on Sunday the challenges arising from the coronavirus um, situation caused that and I'm, I'm really really sorry uh, but then we're back now and we're gonna do everything to make sure that such never repeats itself so like I promised um, <clears throat> earlier in the week I said We're going to look at music. Music, music is um, a very powerful um, tool, and it's it's very important that we understand what it is, um, what it does, and all that. Um, Particularly, um, I mean, I was inspired to to do this by um what i'll call a personal experience i grew up um listening to a whole lot of music a whole lot of songs uh i i was i was younger in the days of um Vela and nicola kokuti for example and <clears throat> i listened to a good number of his songs uh i grew up in the period when um rap music was was really, really there. I know it's still there, but we had pretty um, intelligent rappers then. uh, We had Jay-Z, we had um, Eminem around, I know, but then it was around then too. We had uh, Ludacris, we had Lil Kim, we had Lil Wayne. Basically, I grew up in music. Um, at a point in my life, I, I would need a song, or let me say, I would need the radio for chores. I could take the radio to listen to while washing plates. It was, it was that serious. And then, as time went on, I began to observe changes in my life changes in my orientations, changes in my desires. And when I took the time to observe, I realized that a fair part of what I was becoming was from the entertainment I was getting access to. So it kind of forced me to reconsider what I was doing. Forced me to check again If it was just music, you know, the way um, a lot of people like to think about this say it's just entertainment, it's nothing, it's just a combination of musical instruments. And then there is the argument that um, uh, it's got spiritual implications and everything. And most times, people who say that are seen as um, taking things too far. But then what I began to observe in my life forced me to begin to want to consider some of the assertions that um, were being made about music being beyond just a combination of instruments and beautiful voices and all of that. Of course, we know that music can be vocal or instrumental or both. So I began to observe, for instance, that as a young boy, I could I didn't see the sense in wearing my shorts on my waist. I had a lot of suicidal thoughts, and um, I was pretty vindictive. I was pretty vindictive. Um, I checked through then, and I and I observed that a majority of the songs I was listening to were promoting the things I was doing, and because I believed so much in those guys I began to do what they were doing or what they were supporting unconsciously and later on of course consciously amazingly when I um, became born again and changed the kinds of songs I listened to and began to check the kinds of music I was watching as well amazingly attendance began to change again. Began to change again, and so all all of these things made me to um, begin to see entertainment um, in a different light, and specifically music. So I I went through scripture and I searched um, the internet and everywhere I could, you know. Lay my hands on something and I found a few things that I would like to share with you You know um, The first thing that I found was that um, The first man that was recorded to have practiced music in the Bible was a man named Jubal he was a descendant of Cain and He was described in Genesis chapter 4 verse 21 as the father of all players on instruments of music so that's the record that was had for him as what we call the first man to have practiced music now another thing that was interesting was when I found in book 2 chapter 38 and reading verse 4 verse 4 the bible says where were you when i put the earth on its base say if you have knowledge now this there's a background to this this was the point when god finally stood up and began to give answers to all the questions that job had been asking from the beginning of his peril. um job went through a terrible time and at the point uh he cursed the day he was born at another point he he began to question God and and kind of just demand answers basically. So chapter 38 was where God showed up and answered him. So verse 4, he was telling him, Where were you when I when I put the earth on its base? Now, this this is simply saying, Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? In other words, I laid the foundation of the earth and I'm very sure you were not there as at that time. So he it was it was questioning him like that. and But, but the, 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 the part that caught my attention was after he asked that, verse 7, he now says, When the morning stars made songs together and all the songs of God Gave cries of joy. In other words, Job, where were you when I formed the earth and laid it on its foundation? And as a consequence of what I did, the morning stars began to sing, as well as the songs of God. In other words, there was music before the creation of man. Before the creation of man, there was music. Because that Bible passage tells us that there were angels who shouted for joy. And morning stars sang together when the foundations of the earth were laid. It's amazing. And, you know, going on, the book of Zephaniah chapter uh, 3, verse 7, actually reveals that God sings. God sings. You know, the Bible says in the book of Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17, it says, The Lord your God, is among you as a strong savior he will be glad over you with joy he will make his love new again he will make a song of joy over you as in the time of a holy feast he will make his joy over you as in the time of a holy feast he will sing over you he will sing over you it's i was i was wild when i read that part that okay so god sings you know and it's it's quite um interesting or let me say it was interesting to me to read that that god himself sings so um that's yet another thing that i found and Um, In the book of Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 24, we were able to find out that sounds exist in the spirit realm. Ezekiel was recorded in Ezekiel 1 verse 24 as having heard the noise of a great cherubim. And then in the book of Revelations, we see that angels sang and shouted around the heavenly throne of God and played instruments as well. So, In the spirit realm, with God, music is real. Music is real. And then we find then that not only is it real in the spirit realm, it became real with mankind when we found the record of uh, that of Jubal, where the Bible says I was the first man to have been recorded to have practiced music. Now, it's, it's very important to understand that not only does God sing, or does music exist in the, uh, or sounds exist in the spirit realm. God created innate musical ability, and then placed it in creation. Now, creation here talks about both man and beasts, and even angels. Of course, top on this list was the Arch- archangel Lucifer, who we now know to be devil today. God created the sound waves to emanate from all creation in an organized fashion. We see this in the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 33, there it talked about the trees. In the book of Isaiah chapter 44, verse 23, it talks about the heavens, the earth, the mountains and the forests. Isaiah 55, verse 12 talks about the mountains, the eaves and the trees. And then in the book of ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 4 where you know told about the production of music also by the instrumentality of animals so all this you know shows us that god sees his creation as a musical composition i have to quickly say that i chose to go with the standard of the bible because there are a lot of submissions concerning the origin of music and i I am a Christian, I make bold of that, and I choose to use the word of God as a thing stat- that I do. So, the scriptures have been able to point to the fact that God sees his creation as a musical composition. In fact, the scriptures reveal that music is important in worship and bears connection to the spiritual realm. We see that in the book of 2 Kings, chapter 3, verse 15, where Saul had a problem and just by the playing of the musical instrument by David, the hand of God rested upon him and he was relieved. And God himself commands the use of music as part of the act of worship. Overall, the Bible reveals that wherever the presence of God was, there was music. You find music in the throne room. You find music in the ark at the place of the placement of the ark of the covenant. You find music everywhere because even God himself, you know, instituted these things. So, by being able to understand, appreciate, enjoy, and produce music, mankind gets to partake of the mind and greatness of God. Now, where does all of this now go? You see, in the book of Revelations, chapter 4, verse 11, the Bible tells us that God created everything he created for his pleasure. For his pleasure. In other words, everything that God made, he made to bring glory to his own name. You can call it selfishness or anything, but then that's what makes him the creator. When he was creating, he created with the plan that all the things he made will bring him glory. In other words, God is glorified through his creation. God is glorified through his creation. And now that we have found out that he created the capacities and the understanding of music, then it is safe to conclude that... Whatever kind of music that the believer listens must bring glory to God. Now, that's a tricky one because more often than not, the, the average Christian believes that um, the kind of song that is fit for him or her has to be a certain genre. Okay? And it has to be slow, it has to make you cry. It has to do this and that to you but that's not what the scripture says the scripture points most importantly to the fact that when we do this um act of music and singing and everything it should be the point that we are edified and god is glorified the point that we are edified that is we are built up to 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 the you know stature you know of of the standard of God, like an increase uh, in our pursuit of Him. And then He is also glorified. So the, 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 the idea then is that the kind of music a child of God is meant to listen to is a kind of music that edifies the believer and glorifies. It can be any genre. It can be rap music. It can be country. It can be anything it can be anything but the context is what that god is the center and he is glorified in it now saying god is the center is also tricky because i might be wrong but i do not see the possibility of singing songs that only always talk about god and jesus however We can sing songs that do not directly talk about God or Jesus or his precepts, but imply them. Songs that talk about love in the right context, for instance, will glorify God. Songs that talk about what? Love in the right context, not the context of describing the anatomy of a woman. Not the context of encouraging premarital sex, not the context of promoting evil. So, the 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 the, the songs, the kinds of music we do or listen to, or lend support to, do not necessarily have to always say this, but must still bring glory to God. The Bible tells us that whatever we do, whether we are eating or drinking. Now, when you when you are eating, you don't shout Jesus. But it's important that even in that supposedly non-important thing, do it to the glory of God. In other words, let let there be a a a sense of an awareness that our lives are for the glory of God, even when we sing songs that don't directly mention Jesus. You could be singing a love song, for instance, because. If you're gonna sing, maybe married and you're singing to your wife, there are not too many gospel songs out there that talk about love. You know, and being a believer does not mean you're not gonna be romantic as a Christian, in the right perspective. So So there would be those situations where the song does not directly mention God, directly mention Jesus, talk about the Bible or the Holy Spirit. But still, it's encouraging, it's promoting ideas that bring to the fore that God is glorified. It could even be talking about something as basic as education. But then it's promoting Ideals, promoting precepts, promoting lifestyles that tend towards the things that will glorify God, like hard work. So, a song that is fit for the Christian is not the song that always, always says Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. No. But it will be a song or a kind of music that ends in the promotion of the precepts of. And the principles of the kingdom of God that is the standard because whatever we do one standing truth is that we were created to bring glory to God so whatever I do that does not bring God pleasure pleasure in the constant context of scripture is that it beholds us and it beholds his form it beholds his nature so even when we're singing or promoting it he still sees his will and agenda being advanced in the process. That's why I said it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. But that is the standard. Which means, therefore, that a true Christian cannot listen to just anything. You cannot listen to just anything. The ability as children of God to check what kinds of music we listen? to. As much as people of logic we want to argue, music opens us up to the spiritual realm. So we cannot take just anything. We cannot take just anything. As much as um, people want to... Um, reduce it all to arguments and everything, a true child of God will scream the lyrics, the the musical videos of every kind of music that he listens to or watches. This is the understanding of music that we must have. Whether we're doing the vocal or the instrumental or a combination of both or anything, we are enjoined of the word of God to do it all to the glory of God. So when you listen to music, when you do music, please check on your spirit, man. check on your soul. Are you being edified or are you glorifying the flesh? You can always take the time to observe the changes that begin to happen when you begin to listen to certain kinds of music. It's it's one of the um, best ways that I've guarded myself over the years. If I'm if I'm beginning to listen to a kind of song, and it begins to bring some um, kinds of tendencies, I cut off immediately. You don't play with it. You don't play with it. So. The kind of music for the believer is a kind that edifies and the kind that glorifies God. It can be any genre, but it must be the kind that glorifies God and edifies us. And of course, it also comes down to the fact that we need to consider who is singing. We need to consider who is singing. We need to consider the ideas being advanced in the song, not the melody. Not the melody. Because whether we agree or not, we're taking in ideologies and ideas by everything we listen to. The fiery darts of the wicked are words fiery darts of the enemy are words. And the target, first and foremost, is our mind. Once the mind is corrupted and the light of the gospel is out of it, then the devil can do to us whatever he wants. And don't be deceived. He can use something as basic as music as we like to call it. May God give us understanding in the name of Jesus. Bless you stay safe and may god protect us in this season and always thank you for listening god bless you